Hey everyone, welcome to the Mass Construction Show. I'm your host Joe Kelly, and this podcast is about all things construction in Massachusetts and beyond. Today's episode is brought to you by Central Commercial Carpenters in support of our conversation. Today's show is going to be pretty much a disaster. Poor audio all over the map, but that's what we're up for today, so let's give it a whirl. What are we going to have? We are going to have audio from a video that I posted to LinkedIn. One thing I should say there is if you are not following me on LinkedIn or Mass Construction on LinkedIn, we are sharing a ton of content there, and I would like it because I would like to uh, be connected with you. So please hop on over there or Instagram or wherever, but preferably LinkedIn. That's where the most construction-related content is happening. If you are down for the more kind of just shit posting or whatever, that would be over at Instagram where I just kind of have a hodgepodge of stuff about things I like between food and gardening and uh, plastics and all that kind of stuff. That lives over on Instagram, Twitter maybe. LinkedIn is straight up construction content. And I like that because I want to follow other listeners to see what's going on in the world. So we're going to have that post, which is a video from LinkedIn. Uh, There is going to be absolute crap audio from my walk. Uh, It does get better if you hang in there. And in that case, we're talking about asking listeners to come back on, similar to what we did during COVID. So please, if you're a listener and you're interested, I would like to do a little bit more of that. I thought that was enjoyable. So please reach out as I ask there. Um, We also on that walk audio talk about the difference between fire stopping, fire blocking, and draft stopping. Sorry, couldn't think of the last one there for a second. So we do audio from the walk, the audio from the video. Also, I read a poem. I, I don't know if it's a poem. It's something that I wrote, a short thing that I wrote. I probably wouldn't call it a poem. I I didn't set out to write a poem. I never thought that that is something that I would do or could do. I don't have an artistic bone in my body. And uh, most often times I read poems and don't even understand what they're trying to say. So that's not me, but I wrote what I thought about homes here in Boston. So sounds like something you wouldn't expect to hear about in a poem, but uh, have a listen. Tell me what you think. I'm putting it out there because I'm curious if other people feel the same way. And then the other thing I want to mention is I will be laying low in August for the rest of August, which isn't much, but I have pre-recorded, I think, four episodes that are excellent. So when we come back from the long weekend and summer is over, we will be back in full swing with long form, excellent episodes that I'm really excited about. I'm enjoying listening to them just as I edit. So summer's over, we'll be back full speed, and I'm really excited about what we have to come with Mass Construction. Enjoy the show. Hey, construction folks on LinkedIn. Just wanted to take a minute to talk about LinkedIn in particular. As of late, we've been seeing more and more people come on to LinkedIn, people engaging with mass construction. You know, the normal folks, which are working for GCs, project managers, supers, APMs, PXs, all that kind of stuff that's always been here. But one post, uh, for instance, recently on digital electricity, 
we had uh, an employee of, an OSHA, of OSHA, sprinkler fitter, an electrician, uh, learning and development person, uh, HJs, fire official, building official type folks, insurance people. Lots more people are getting on LinkedIn and engaging with content. So I just want to take this time to say, you know, maybe it's something that you might want to consider participating in. Share some information and not just like, oh, hey, here's our groundbreaking. Here's this, here's that, or had a group went to this great event, right? Th those things are fine to post, but, uh, you know, could you share content that might be valuable for other people and would let people know what's happening at your company or what's happening in your life? Share that information. We're getting a much more broad spectrum on LinkedIn here watching this construction content and uh, trying to make it more valuable. Please check out the most recent video on digital electricity that I just added. It has a lot more pictures and things so you can kind of explain, kind of really visualize what's going on with digital electricity. I think that one will be fun. A couple upcoming podcasts. Mark Chimacharo from Windover. Uh, we're going to talk about modular. Tony Caputo, Jack Beckworth, and myself talk about um, fire exposure analysis. 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 And then what's the other one we have coming up? Oh, yeah. Um, Bob Shepard talking with Mike Janovich about his modern continental days. There's some fascinating stories, and I think you'll leave with a different perception of who Les Marino was. All right, take care. Give LinkedIn a shot. I think you'll find it a valuable experience. Take care. Oh, easy, Daisy, dragging me. Front. Daisy, leave it. Leave it. Daisy, leave it. Leave it. Ah, I know. Rabbits are exciting. I wanted to bring back something that we were doing during COVID when, when I had listeners on the show. I had a few people start to message me after some episodes. Greenwashed. Got me uh, some love. Got me some hate and got me some uh in the middle and you know i'm not looking to, to uh, put on the wwe session but i am interested in bringing listeners back into the mix so i'm not going to post this on social because i'm not looking to have social people well i find if it's someone from social media but i want someone that is a podcast listener so it is going to be especially for you the listener so if you're interested in coming on the show, we're not looking for anybody to sell, but if you come on the show and we have a conversation and that lets people know about your business, I would love that for you as a listener and as someone who is interested in coming on and is interested in the content. So if you are interested in doing that, please reach out. I think I'm going to be cobbling together a bunch of different sound bites here for this episode. So here you go. I did the call to action, right? I think that's what I'm supposed to do. Call to action. But what is the action? Find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, in the show notes. Leave me a voicemail. Email me. I shouldn't do this. Joe at massconstruction.org. Send me an email. Any of those ways. Twitter, Mass Construction. You'll find me there. I think pretty much everywhere. Facebook, TikTok, any of the social platforms. Send me a DM, say, hey, Joe, I'm a listener. I'd like to come on the show and chat. I'd love to have you, but please just say I'm a listener because uh, I get plenty of emails of people asking to come on the show, 
and I don't want to be confused. I want it to be a listener. Okay, here's one that I was going to do uh, in front of a, a real microphone with my notes in front of me, but uh, I'm going to try and be efficient here and continue with my walk of Daisy and try and uh, pull off an additional piece of information. So recently uh, on LinkedIn and Instagram and on massconstruction.org, probably the most elaborate breakdown was on massconstruction.org, we talked about the three things that often get confused. Fire stopping, fire blocking, and draft stopping. Fire stopping is what everybody knows with the intermessing cock, um, intermessing, no, not intermessing paint, but intermessing cock, uh, mineral wool, sometimes sleeve, sometimes a prefabricated ring or collar, they might call it. All that stuff, when you are trying to stop fire from passing through a wall, fire stopping. Fire blocking is to try and prevent it going through a cavity, like up a wall, okay, or across a ceiling. That is fire blocking. That is going to be wood. There's all different dimensions about how uh, thick it has to be. Uh, it could be brick, it could be mortar. It could be insulation if it's fastened properly. So it's held in place that it's not going to get uh, blown over or pushed out or whatever with from heat or smoke or whatever is happening in that cavity. So something solid, something rigid, something substantial. Fire blocking. Draft stopping. Think of insulation. Stuffed, things that are stuffed in gaps, in holes to prevent the passage of air or smoke, so draft, you've got to think of a drafty window, that air, that uh, air or gas or whatever is moving through, smoke moving through openings, so sealing up those openings in a wall is, or in a cavity in a ceiling, is draft stopping. So fire stopping, preventing it from going through a wall. That's it, right? Fire stopping, right? I think I said fire stopping. Fire stopping, preventing it going through a wall. Fire blocking, preventing it from going, traveling up the wall onto the next floor. Think about when they used to have balloon framing and that was a dangerous thing. You know, now they put the brakes in there and if you're doing like an old demo job in a wood structure or whatever, a lot of times you'd find like those um, kind of just cement bricks, not the red bricks. You'll see those used, so you'll see like brick and mortar. You can use solid two by stock for wood. Fire blocking, preventing the fire from traveling up the wall or across an attic or in a concealed space, something like that. Fire blocking. Draft stopping, uh, loose material, light material, filler material, filling in holes just to prevent the passage of air or smoke. Fire blocking, fire stopping, draft stopping. Three things commonly confused. 
Merino. Oh, one more thing I'm going to add on here. Time of Grace from the Modern Craftsman recently did a podcast on building inspectors, whether it's building or electrical. I think the issue was with an electrical inspector. But, you know, he, he brought up a good point that, you know, this person, although they have some form of authority, they are referred to as the authority having jurisdiction, you know, they, and these are my words, not his, they don't need to act like an authoritarian. They need to be part of the team. Yes, at the time, people are not doing the right thing. They're not putting, they're putting people in harm's way. Um, they're, you know, they're generally not behaving well or in a safe manner. Then enforcement needs to happen. That's why they are the authority. They can enact or enforce on the person or the situation and seek a remedy. The code is remedial, is what they say. It's not punitive, right? So the job here is if something's wrong, it needs to be remedied. Tyler's beef was that inspectors often act like authoritarians or frankly just act rude and in an unprovoked manner. So the inspector, electrical inspector comes in, there's an immediate attitude and this um, air of suspicion, like, what are you doing wrong? Or you're less than me. And, you know, I'd be lying if I said that, you know, wasn't a common thing in the construction world. It's not a blanket thing. And I think there's probably a really good discussion we could have about it. Maybe I'll reach out to Tyler and have that conversation together. Hang on. All right, Daisy in the back. But I'll have to form that thought later because I've been interrupted. Now for the poem. A Boston home. Is the Boston home dead? After leaving my older friend's home in Hyde Park, I got the distinct feeling that the Boston home is almost dead. There's a particular smell, look, and sound of a three-family house with a tight back stairwell and woodwork that is all too familiar. It has a distinct feel, but as renovations happen, buildings get torn down or converted to condos, those back and front stairs are no longer for families to go between each other's homes. They're now common areas that are paid for by an association, a product of a legal contract. Beyond the physical structure, the Boston home is about the families within. The immigrants who often came to this country and lived in these multifamilies for cost reasons, but also because it was a way to be in a neighborhood with others that came from the same place or spoke the same language. As a result, the homes often had a very cultural feel. Whether Italian, Puerto Rican, Irish, Polish, Chinese, it didn't matter. They had a feeling, a smell, a look, a taste of the country or culture from which that family came. As the melting pot takes 
its effect on our city and gentrification turns on, we are slowly watching truly Boston homes fade away. People will soon no longer be from Boston. We'll be a city of transplants without a culture. No longer will we look or listen to someone and be able to guess where they are from. We'll be vanilla like many other places in this country. So as I walk out of that two family in High Park, after drinking coffee from a boca pot with a splash of anisette and a cookie or two for dipping, I'm gifted some dried sausage to take home. And I admire the fig trees and pots and look at the garden that looks nothing like a Pinterest post, but soon will be bursting with fruits and vegetables. I realize I'm looking at something that will soon be dead, as far as Boston is concerned, and that makes me sad. The current crop of nationalities will hopefully hang on, Cape Verdeans, Dominicans, and other recent Latin American cultures. But those neighbors are under tremendous price pressure. So my fear is that many of them will be forced to leave Boston and find new homes. We'll become a monolith of vanilla without an accent. Boston, you had a great run. I'll miss you when you're gone and forever long for that feeling of a Boston home. All right, folks. Tell me what you think. I'm guessing, you know, it won't resonate with everybody, but it's going to resonate with some of you out there. I would love your feedback, maybe your stories on, you know, the homes that you remember growing up in or visiting. And, you know, I'll open it up now. Please uh, don't forget, reach out if you are a listener and would like to be on the show. If you have any feedback about the content, Remember, there's content on LinkedIn, Instagram, massconstruction.org. There's a new website, massconstructionshow.com. Check that out. That is going to be just the website. And on that website, we'll put you to um, a new and improved merch page that has some, you know, uh, really cool coffee mugs that I think everybody will enjoy. Go check them out and you can see what is written on those coffee mugs. I think you'll get a kick out of it. Um as well as hoodies and stickers and notebooks and just, you know, plain old white or black t-shirts. So those are there too. So if you're interested in mass construction, check out all those places. And remember in the show notes, you can donate, leave a voicemail, leave a voice message. And I would love to take those voice messages and put them into our shows. And again, thanks to all the folks that do donate. That means so much to me, the small amount that gets donated, whether it's you know, a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever it is, uh, it just means a lot because it means that you appreciate the show enough uh, to take that step and do that. So thanks for listening. Thanks for following. Hope to connect with all of you. Take care.